0: Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this shmoney. Hey boo, hey. Happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So today we're going to talk about omnichannel marketing, which we already talked about in the last episode, but more importantly, I'm going to talk about how to approach the different platforms to build and grow your business as a mom. Because I recognize that right now we are just living in a time where, you know, people are very anti social media and You know, everything is a trend. Um, I've been in the online space long enough to realize and recognize that, you know, everything that we do really is on the back of a trend, Um, but it doesn't have to be, right? Like we can be really intentional and leverage the trends, but a lot of things that we're doing are trendy Um, and there's nothing wrong with this, but what is a problem and what could be harmful in the long run with your business is if you're constantly jumping From one trend to the next. So, I actually think that the trend that we're in right now, where people are anti social media, is a good trend. Even though I personally love social media and I will never knock social, I do like that this trend of like people hating social media or wanting to leave social media, I do think that it's a great trend because a lot of people are now really focusing on the foundation of their business, which is something that if you go back to the very beginning of this podcast, we were, I was always focused on like, okay, but what's the foundation? Like it has to be a foundation outside of social media. So even though I was the social media girly, um, I was definitely helping people even back in 2018 really prioritize. Okay. But what are the other marketing channels? Right. And so in continuing with this conversation, you know, something that I've seen a lot is that people are like, you know, Instagram is dead or Instagram is not, you know, the place for business owners, blah, blah. And I just want to say that no platform is dead, right? Like blogging is still live and well. Pinterest is still booming. Like all the platforms work. You just have to be strategic and intentional on how you use it, right? And as a mom, I recognize that our time is like very, you know, it's nuanced, right? The whole conversation is very nuanced around our time. But truthfully speaking, you know, Having a Instagram versus having a YouTube versus ha- versus having a podcast, like there really is no big difference time wise. Um, and I know this might be like a hot take or a controversial opinion because some people think that one platform is easier than the other. But the truth is, is that no platform is easier than the other. Because if you're not a talker, then podcasting and YouTube it's going to be challenging to you, right? If you're not a video girly, you know YouTube is going to take longer, right? So. The, the key is working with your strengths, right? For some people like me, I'm a talker, right? So podcasting comes very easy, right? But also video comes very easy to me as well. Like I can record and edit a video just as, in just as much time as I am able to record and edit these podcast episodes. Like I've actually timed it. It's the same time, right? So there's like, but blogging, oh my gosh, I it'll take me a day to write a blog post, right? Because I'm not a writer, right? Like I can write emails because they're short, but blog posts, they just, be, they get me, right? So I'm saying all this to say, like, it's all about being strategic and intentional with how you use it and knowing what your strengths are, right? Because every platform can work for you. If if it is in alignment with who you actually are, and if you're just being strategic about how you're using it, right, everything can convert. Like all the platforms, they will convert. You just have to prioritize what your funnel is, right? What your customer journey is, and you have to understand and know your goals, right? Because I I think I said this on the podcast one time where I was like, you know, TikTok is not the place for business owners, blah blah. blah and I need to take that back, right? I, I think I said that. If I didn't say it here, I know I definitely said it. And I want to take that back because TikTok can convert, right? It just it's, it, it looks different, right? And this is where the whole be strategic and intentional thing comes into play. Because I feel like so often, or at least right now in the online space, the only thing I don't like about the narrative of ditching social media is that people are like so, you know, like angry about it. But it's like there are ways that you can use it. Like I know so many moms that I work with that they might not be actively posting on social media, but they might, you know, post in stories or they're using social media as a way to like engage with their community. So it's like, If you know what your funnel is and if you're approaching it with a strategic standpoint, you can still use the platforms, right? Like the the platforms will still work for you. It's just going to look different, right? And that's okay. So one thing I want you to think about is like, are you even on the right platform for your audience, right? Because... Some audiences are in are on some platforms and others are not, right? So if your audience is a little younger, TikTok might be the vibe for you, right? Versus, you know, those of us that have like more millennial followings, you know, we're gonna probably do a little bit better on Instagram and dare I say Facebook, right? Like a lot of people have ditched Facebook, but it's like Facebook is still that girl when it comes to really reaching your clients, and Facebook just makes it so easy to share links and to you know, tag other people and just really collaborate. Like, Facebook is really that girl for those kind of things. So, it's so important. This goes back to the, the strategic piece. Are you being strategic about what platforms you're on, or are you just on these platforms because other people are doing it, right? Because if that's the case, then of course you're going to feel burnt out with the platform. Of course, you're not going to be excited about creating content because you're literally doing it because everybody else is doing it. So, you had to find what really does work best for you. So, I'm just going to talk through like the top social media platforms and what they could be best used for. And then you can just think about if Your own business, what like best applies for you? So, of course, I'm gonna start with Instagram because she's that girl for me. Um, But Instagram is a visual platform, right? It's great for you know, um, if you are more aesthetic in your content and in your vibe, if you like doing photo shoots and stuff like that. Um, But it's also really great for connecting. Um, I really love Instagram for just. Instagram, besides Facebook, um, Instagram is one of the best, if not the best platform when it comes to really connecting with your community and connecting with your, um, your audience, right? Your followers or whatever you want to call them, right? It's just really good for that. Um, Facebook is second to me only because I feel like um, Facebook is a little bit tricky if it's not inside of a Facebook group to connect, um, Instagram though it's like it's it's literally a public platform but like there are so many ways that you can create privacy and intimacy but also like have really public and really like thoughtful conversations around whatever Your brand is about which I really really enjoy that about instagram and then also I really enjoy the aesthetics Like I know some people are just like over the aesthetics and I mean sometimes I am too I'm, not gonna lie. Sometimes i'm over the aesthetics. Um, sometimes my visuals aren't, you know 100, but that's okay Like I just love that it's an option for me, right? I can be super aesthetic or I can be, you know A little bit more off the cuff and instagram is pretty forgiving for that Um, the other thing that I, I think is instagram is really good. Um, well suited for is I think that they do a really good job at awareness And I know that someone's probably rolling their eyes because they're like awareness like my reach is down blah 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 But I actually believe that instagram Um still has a really great awareness. You just have to again Be strategic, right? So a lot of people, you know, jumped on the reels wave and then you didn't realize when reels fell off, right? And so you continue to do reels and then you saw your reach dip, and now you're mad at the at the platform. And it's just like, well, no, like (laughs) they just like they literally, I think Adam Azari or whatever, he did a live where he talked about that they deprioritized reels. So that was your indication to switch the strategy, right? Again, we have to be strategic and intentional. When he said that, I ditched reels and I went back to carousels and it's been working for me, you know, like like it really has. And it's been working for my clients. Why? Because we all were strategic and we listened. And that's the key. Like with any platform that you're on, whether it's a social media, whether it's a long form platform, it doesn't matter. If, if the people that run the organization, company, whatever, are changing their priorities, strategy, whatever, you need to do that as well. Especially when you're using these platforms for free. Right now paid advertising that's a little bit more nuanced there's other things that you can do over there but especially when you're using these um things for free like these platforms for free it's just about like really paying attention right and it's not saying that you have to like you know know every single detail about what's happening on these platforms but we have to play the game smart right like this is all a game right and at the end of the day instagram is a business tiktok is a business, like they're all businesses they're all in it to make money um and you are too right like you have to think about it from that standpoint too it's like you're also in this to make money um so that's Instagram, right? TikTok. TikTok is more about trending, um, but also TikTok is really big on visibility, right? That's what I really love about this. Um, TikTok is that um, they are really great with visibility. The thing with TikTok is that it's important to push the traffic off of the app, um, but that's not necessarily an easy thing to do, right? TikTok is not set up for people to leave TikTok, right? Um, Instagram is not set up for people to leave Instagram either, but TikTok especially is like a, a, a little bit more challenging. Um, And they don't make, you know, conversations like private conversations very easy. Like, I believe if you want to DM someone, you have to both be following each other. And some people don't want to do that. Right. So TikTok, um, you know, if you're someone that really enjoys talking, uh, TikTok is going to be a great place for you because then you can just like, you know, hold your phone like a selfie and have a conversation. Right. Um, And as a mom, I can, you know, at first I didn't see how TikTok worked for us business owners. I was just like, I was convinced that TikTok was just not for us girls, but Now that I have been playing on TikTok, and granted, I've only been playing with it from my personal account, so I haven't really played with it from a business standpoint, but I have been following a lot of business creators on TikTok and I've been, you know, my analytical brain. I love dissecting the things that are working for people. And one thing that I noticed on TikTok is that something... Um, that a lot of the more successful people are doing to kind of drive traffic or or move things along, I guess, is that they're literally looking at TikTok as a top of funnel strategy. And I tend to not want to put social media as a top of funnel strategy only because I don't want to have to build something on social media, which is why I agree with this whole new movement um, and again, trend of people wanting to ditch social media. Um, And I don't usually want to put a social media platform at the top of the funnel. But um, one thing that I've noticed that has been a a smart strategy is that TikTok is the top of a lot of people's funnel. And when that happens, then you're able to really um, build that community that you want to build and then train them to leave that. Um, And it works, right? I've fallen, not fallen victim, but I've like followed the the funnel for multiple uh, business owners, multiple creators and stuff like that. And it actually does work right now. I haven't tried it for myself, but I do have a couple of clients that have tried the funnel and they have, you know, done TikTok to their email list. They've done TikTok to um, like workshops, which of course got them on the email list. They've done TikTok to, um, you know, Instagram, which I thought like that was, I feel like that was a crazy um, kind of push because, you just move them from one social media channel to the next, but it worked because her Instagram was where she focused her lead generation. So what she was doing is she would go basically viral on TikTok and then she would, you know, have them go and follow her on Instagram where she would have one-on-one conversations. And when I tell you she was selling out her launches, like it was just amazing. And I was just blown away. And even, even after seeing that, I still was like, yeah, TikTok is not for us business owners, but like, she's a whole business owner. And like, I literally coached her and She did it so, um, TikTok. I will say it's great for visibility, and I I will say that if you enjoy talking, if you enjoy, like, you know, just kicking in, if you don't mind, like, looking any kind of way, it doesn't have to be super polished, then TikTok is definitely going to be your jam. Only because, like, TikTok, I feel like, is the most real world, you know, in the moment kind of platform that you could actually be on. Like, TikTok probably is the simplest, easiest content you could create for your business. um, Again, it's just about being strategic, right? Knowing what your funnel is and really thinking and shifting your funnel to really say, okay, TikTok is going to be top of funnel. I'm going to prioritize the content for TikTok and let it ride. I will also say that TikTok, if you're a, a new mom, I wouldn't do it, right? I would only do TikTok as a mom when you feel like you are out of the postpartum phase or when you feel like you just have a really good grip of like what your life structure looks like. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because when things are a little bit too chaotic, we tend to, um, like micromanage things. And TikTok is not one of those areas that you can really micromanage, um, in a sense of like, you don't want to stress yourself out about like, Oh, I have to post every single day or I have to do like, even though yes, like you should, or you could, um, it's also like, it doesn't have to be that deep. Right. And so when you take the fun out of TikTok, that's when you like, don't see the results that you want to see. So TikTok is not for us new mommies, um, but, you know, if you're a few years in and you're feeling good about yourself, then TikTok is definitely the wave. So then there's Pinterest, right? Pinterest um, is one of our little silent girlies. It's one of the ones that moms, well, not moms, but a lot of us business owners haven't been using lately. But Pinterest is really great because it's searchable, right? It's searchable and it's great for lead generation. The key with Pinterest is that because everything is searchable, you can be super, super strategic on who like what part of the funnel this is for. And I like using Pinterest for my top of funnel and then the middle of the funnel. And the reason why is because, again, people are searching. So that means that the people that are seeing my content, they're seeing my, you know, pins and they end up in my blog post or they end up in, the, in my podcast. These people they sought out this content. So they're already a higher qualified lead than just somebody that finds me on any of the other social media platforms. Not saying that the other ones aren't as good, but Pinterest is just like, Pinterest is like, to me, Google's sister. I mean, I know it's not, but that's how it feels to me um, because everything is just so, like, you can be so strategic with Pinterest. And then I love it for lead generation because again you can move people from Pinterest easily to an email list to an opt in or something like that and people are Pinterest on Pinterest are looking for solutions right they're looking for an answer to a question they're looking for ideas they're looking for con- like they're actually looking for content and so because of that they're going to be a little bit more likely to you want want to sign up for um, sign up for your email list or sign up for whatever it is that you tell them to sign up for it's like they're more willing to do that so i really love Pinterest for that and i feel like Pinterest is a great platform for moms it's pretty easy to do the only thing that i would say the i guess downside with Pinterest is that I actually feel like Pinterest requires too much content now this is just me right and this is just like the clients that i serve and support but it just seems like my my clients that use pinterest and like pinterest is like their number one thing it seems to me like they're always creating content but they actually enjoy it a lot of their content is very templated so it's not like they have to do the most but it still to me just seems like quite a bit so i actually put pinterest and tiktok kind of in the same category of like i wouldn't recommend pinterest to somebody that is um is newer in their business. Not for you to do it by yourself. No, I'm sorry, not newer in your business, but like some, like a mom that you know is postpartum or something. I actually wouldn't recommend Pinterest. And um, I'm sure that my uh, my mentor and a couple other people are going to be like, "Hey, no, ma'am." But this is just me, right? Like, this is just my opinion. This is not me speaking from a strategy standpoint. From a strategy standpoint, I 100 percent recommend Pinterest. I use Pinterest, but I definitely use Pinterest in like the most bare minimum way. And what I mean is like. Each podcast episode gets like one or two pins and that's it. There is no repurposing. There's no extra. There's no nothing. Um, just because I just don't have the capacity to, to work on this platform. But I do think that if you have the capacity, you have the time, and it's something that you're interested in and enjoy doing, I think Pinterest is a great place to be on. And um, if you had to choose between Pinterest and Instagram, I would actually choose Pinterest. So that's just like that. Now, that is a strategy thing. I would choose Pinterest over Instagram if you could only do one. And so, um, so yeah, Pinterest is definitely a bay and she's definitely a great option for you. And again, how you would leverage her as a mom is that you would really focus her as, um, first off thinking about it as something that is a searchable content piece, right? So your long form content would definitely be on Pinterest and then also really prioritize that lead generation. So I have a client I'm thinking of right now who literally like with five pins got, like 300 email subscribers and it was into like a free um she had like a free download and that's how she got a bunch of email subscribers and they were targeted and she was able to sell her membership and it was great so Pinterest is definitely that girl okay then there's facebook now facebook is again another little hidden gem a little silent gem to me um, but facebook is really great for building community especially with groups so Facebook the only thing that I will say is that with Facebook I feel like you either have to have a facebook group or you have to have your facebook page that is only for your business and that could be a little bit tricky because like I know facebook doesn't want our us to use our regular profiles for business so they want you to use the actual facebook page for that but I find that facebook pages don't really do that great and now that they've come up with all these little features like the creator club and or not creator club but creator something they've come up with all these new features and stuff like that so it's like it makes it so hard to know like where to focus But I just say, if you're going to do Facebook, you should have a Facebook group, like just build your own community. Now, I know a lot of people, myself included, present company included, (laughs) that we have ditched Facebook groups because, you know, there was just so much drama with Facebook groups for a while. But I will say that there are still a lot of really, really engaged Facebook groups. And there's no reason why if you started a group today, you can't create an engaged community. The only thing that I would say to think about with a Facebook group is just to make sure that your Facebook group doesn't become like a group coaching container, right? A free group coaching container, because that's not what we want either, right? We don't want it to become a place that is now sucking up a bunch of your time. So it's important for you to create and set a tone of this is a, you know, community run, community led group so that you're not having to exhaust yourself with, you know, creating a ton of content. Although I do know some people that have created groups that are highly engaged and the creator of the group literally like repurposes content from other places. So It Again, it really just depends on, you know, how you are approaching it. But as a mom, I really feel like Facebook groups are definitely still a a viable option for building community, generating leads and all that kind of stuff. And if nothing else, your Facebook group can definitely be the perfect entry point for people, like for you to get people's email address. So those are like the main social media platforms. I do want to kind of touch on the long form platforms. Okay. Because when we're thinking omni-channel marketing, we have to think about everything, you know, completely. So, um, well, actually, before I said long-form platforms, I want to say email, right? So email is a marketing channel. And how I would approach email is as a sales channel, right? Um, Email, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I want to nurture my list, blah, blah, blah. You nurture them by selling. Okay, we nurture by selling. (laughs) And I know that it's like, oh, really? But like, yes, literally, um, I've had this happen time and time again, where someone joins my email list, they get an email, and within 48 hours, they are inside of a program. That is what you want, right? That only happens if you actually sell your offers. So I highly encourage that using email as one of your marketing platforms, you should be approaching it from the standpoint of this is where I sell. This is for my sales, you know, content and anything dealing with selling. Um, you can do that. You can. I guess going back to the social media platforms, I feel like you can sell on all those platforms. Pinterest. I don't really feel like Pinterest is necessarily a platform that you would sell um, a service or sell a you know coaching on. But I, you could, you probably could. But all the other platforms like Instagram, um, TikTok, Facebook, you can definitely sell on those platforms. So you can use those for sales. But I also think about those as just Instagram. To I mean, social media to me really is for. Middle of the funnel, right? The engagement phase and really generating the leads, right? Like really um, engaging, nurturing the leads so that when you do move them along to email, they convert very quickly. Um, So, long form platforms. We have podcasting, okay? Podcasting, I love podcasting. As you can tell, I've been podcasting a ton this month already. Um, But, you know, I've been podcasting since I think 2019, I believe. So, it's been a while that I've been rocking out with podcasting. And I feel like the approach with podcasting, Um, and really the long form platforms in general, right? It's not just podcasting, but any long form platform, I tell all my clients and I know that Some of the experts in these areas probably will be like, "Mm, okay, I don't know about that. But I mean, I've practiced this like myself and then I've also had clients practice it and it actually works, but you can get away with posting late twice a month, right? So if you did like bi-weekly podcast episodes, bi-weekly YouTube videos, bi-weekly blogs, um, I have a client actually that has a very, very successful blog. Like her blog definitely generates like a hundred leads a month. And like, I'm talking about actual leads that she you know, had to hire someone to help her do sales calls, right? Like that's, that's what we're talking here. Um, and she only blogged once a month, right? And then I had, um, I have a client that she podcasts twice a month and, uh, she always is able to generate leads with her podcast and she doesn't have a huge podcast. It's not a super popular podcast, um, at all, but, her podcast is very targeted it's very intentional it's very strategic and so she's able to generate leads from that and her podcast episodes are very robust I also have people that have like seasonal podcasts so like they do like season one season two season three blah blah and um I actually thought about doing that once I thought about changing the podcast from you know every single week to seasonal but I decided not to do that because I like talk so why not keep going um but yeah and then I know someone that has a YouTube channel and she um I, well I know I don't know her. She's my client. Um, (laughs) and so she does a monthly YouTube video and it's a very robust, very in-depth YouTube video. The thing is, is that with these long form platforms, I consider the long form platforms to be top of funnel because you can build, you can get awareness, right? You can get, um, a lot of visibility from a podcast, from a YouTube channel, from, from blogging. And I consider them, um, top of funnel. And so because of that, there's a lot more flexibility you have here because these long form platforms, um, they allow you to repurpose, right? So if you're a mom and you're trying to grow your business, of course, one, I recommend that you have one of these long form platforms, but two, I just recommend that you be really intentional about or be honest with yourself about how much time do you actually have, right? I don't expect a mom to you know, start work with me, working with me tomorrow and say like, okay, I'm going to do three episodes a week on a podcast, right? I just started doing that for the first time and i've been podcasting since 2019. so you don't have to like jump out the gate and do a ton. i just think that it's important that once you set your calendar or like you set your, you know, upload, upload times or whatever that you're just consistent with that. um but also again understand i know your strategy, right? making sure that you're actually moving people along the customer journey or moving people to the next platform where they can connect with you further so that you can actually convert from these long form um, platforms. but um you know just kind of going back to like maybe which one you should choose. If that was a question for you, uh, if you like to talk, be on a podcast, right? If you like to talk, get a podcast. Um, and even if you don't want like to talk, but if you have a, like, um, if you like video, get a podcast, right? Like <laughs> I know that some people are like, Oh, do YouTube first. But like, listen, a podcast, I truly believe like it's, um, pretty low lift. Um, and you don't have to worry as much about like the visual part, right? Cause there is no visual component to this. But if you do have it in you to like do video content, then baby, YouTube is definitely going to be right up your alley. And I love YouTube because um, YouTube is partnered with Google. And so your content is searchable, right? And that's really good because if you're, well, not if, but because you're using your long form platforms as your top of funnel, you want more people to be able to find you and you want your content to be searchable, right? You want to be on a platform that is um, you know, heavily searchable, Because that just gives you more opportunity to get in front of the right type of people, and then of course blogging. Like I love me, I I love blogging, even though I'm very slow at blogging. um, It takes me a lot of time to blog something, but um, but blogging is definitely a really great platform, and I feel like so many people have gotten away from it. But I mean, I know there was a period of my life where. I was not posting on social media at all for my photography business. I still barely post um, on Instagram and uh, my blog was generating the leads for me. And I was literally like, I had a question on my inquiry form and it was like, you know, where'd you find out about me? And people would say from the blog, from the website, from Google. And it's just like, that is so bomb. Like, And that's just a testament of the importance of these long form platforms. And so I'm not an expert by any means of these platforms. So I'm going to share a couple of people that I think you should like go check out and kind of tune into to kind of help you out if you are struggling or if you, you know, want to implement one of these long form platforms you just haven't figured it out yet. So for podcasting, I recommend, um, Andrea Singletary of Mama Turned Mompreneur. Um, she has a podcast. It's called Mama Turned Mompreneur. You can go check that out. It's a really good podcast, but also go check her out on Instagram. She doesn't post a ton on Instagram, but she does, um, she's heavily in her stories. She's a great example of someone who has figured out how to be really strategic and intentional. She knows that Instagram is just not the thing that she wants to deal with in the season of her life. So she's figured out how to be smart with it. Her podcast is her top of funnel. Um, And she focuses on like, you know, becoming more, uh, sorry, increasing her visibility with like collaborations and stuff. But she uses her podcast as like um, visibility, top of funnel, and also as a place to nurture people. And she also sells there, right? So she does her whole process really with the podcast, Um, but she also supplements it with Instagram, right? And so even though on Instagram, she's not necessarily posting on her feed, she's always in her stories. And it's just really cool to see how no social media is dead right like she's able to still leverage the two and she doesn't have to like you know do the most and she's because of this strategy because she's been so um, strategic she's been able to see success by leveraging you know multiple different platforms right omni channel marketing right it's our best friend um for youtube check out my girl brianna queen um brianna she is heavily on instagram um but she currently has a baby or she's currently pregnant so uh she's like a little bit i think she's taken like a slight little step back um of course, makes sense because being pregnant is not easy. Um, but she's a great person to follow because she just really makes um, YouTube content look easy, um, and I just love the production quality of her stuff. So she's a great person to follow for YouTube advice and all things that. Um, she also has a YouTube like a short little course that you can take, and that was really good. I took that course, and I've been on my YouTube train for like two weeks now. <laughs> I made it seem like it was so long, but it's been a couple of weeks, and I've I've been really enjoying being back on YouTube. So that's been fun. And then for, for uh, blogging is my girl, Michaela Taylor. So on Instagram, she's at by Michaela Taylor. Um, and it's M I K A Y L A Taylor T A Y L O R. Um, but she is a really good person to follow for blogging. Um, she's like the queen of SEO and that is what like SEO we want, right? We want to be searched. We want um, we want our content to be searchable. And uh, I've watched her just like grow people's websites, you know, to the thousands, right? To the hundreds, to, the, to multiple hundreds, to thousands um, of page views. And I've watched her personally build her email list just because of blogging. Um, so those are three people to follow for the long form platforms. But essentially, I want to do this podcast episode because I really just want to show you and encourage you, and that no platform is dead. It's just about being strategic about how you use it, right? You have to approach these platforms really thinking about the overall customer journey and your overall, like, what do you want your omni-channel marketing strategy to be? And that has been the main theme for this month of content is just knowing your customer journey and then, you know, kind of diving a little bit into this omni-channel marketing approach. But honestly, this is what I do all day. Like (laughs) all day, I just, I'm in Voxer, Kikiing, or I'm in Slack, you know, Kikiing, and we're just like fine tuning and figuring out, okay, what is your customer journey? What is your approach? What platforms do you wanna be on, right? And the truth is that they all work. Like It doesn't matter what you come and tell me, the only reason why I would ever tell you, like don't do this platform or to move from this platform is because your capacity might not be there. But if you have the capacity, baby, all these platforms work, it's just about how you are approaching them, right? Are you really thinking through what it looks like to be on these platforms, right? I mean, I'm going to be honest, if you don't have a ton of time for content, then I always will default to, hey, focus on a long form platform and then focus on email, right? That's going to be the easiest bet for you. But when you have more capacity, when you have more time, you can definitely dive into these social media platforms and really leverage them as multiple stages of the customer journey and as multiple um, parts of your funnel, right? Um, It's so interesting. Like Lately, I've been playing around with the idea of these um, short form platforms and these social media platforms being top of funnel, right? And I used to not want that, especially because before the trend happened where everybody was leaving social media, I was just like, you know, building your social your business on social is a trap. But Now that we're thinking, like now that not that we're thinking, but now that you know, I'm really intentional about helping people think about their business holistically, it does work that your um, business can start top of funnel with a social media platform. And I know that a lot of people might not want this, or a lot of people might kind of dissuade you from this, but I just want to encourage you if you only, if like, if for whatever reason you feel like you have the best capacity or the most capacity for TikTok and Instagram, baby, we're gonna figure out how to move these people from there to your email list, right? And we'll come back to the long form platform a little bit later. Everything works, right? Every strategy works. You just need to know what is your actual funnel? What is your actual process? What is your customer journey? And once you know that, then you're able to really approach these platforms in a way that actually makes sense for you and your business. All right, Boothang. I didn't want this to get too long. And um, I don't know if you can tell, but the kids are not with me. It's seven o'clock in the evening and your girl is just like trying to bust through some podcast episodes. So this has been fun, but thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it. So go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at moms do business different and at Mrs. K Hillman. So Ayantha knows is real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to until next time. Let's get this money.